Welcome back to another episode of On the Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and today's episode we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey goaltender, Mario Cavalieri. Mario played this past season with the Carolina Thunderbirds in the Federal Prospects Hockey League, where he spent uh, the season for for them, go went on a playoff run with them. He also spent last year overseas in Sweden, and so that was his first year of professional hockey. And then he spent, before that, he played two years of college youth sports at Brock University while also playing in the BCHL, the OJHL, and the NOJHL for juniors. So this can be a really exciting episode. So I'm excited to have Mario on the show. So welcome to the show, Mario Cavalieri. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for having me, man. I'm uh, super excited to come on and uh, and talk, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know we've had our scheduling conflicts, but we literally planned this maybe an hour ago. So I'm glad to have this have this ro- going right now. Have this rolling. Yeah, yeah. Barely had time to do my hair for you, so that's uh... <laughs> Hey, look, it looks great. Perfect. Yeah, but to start things off, like I usually go like youth, junior, college, pro, but we're fresh off the season, and it's your second year professionally, first year in North America, so what was your time like in Carolina this year? And like, just take us through, it was such a historical run for the Carolina Thunderbirds. So just take us through the year. Yeah. I mean, well, I think right away, like even at the beginning of the year, before we even got there, I think we could all like look at that roster and we all kind of realized like we got something special here. we got a lot of really good pieces here that we can go on a, on a big run. And um, I think we started off a bit slow and once we found our groove, we just kind of ran with it. And we had such a great group of guys and such a talented group. And once we came together and we started clicking, uh, it almost seemed uh, we almost felt unbeatable. So uh, unbelievable. The weather was crazy. So uh, way, uh, way different than Sweden. Also, it's a lot warmer and I get a lot more sun. So take that every single time. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely was a good year, a fun year for you, it seems like. So like what, what was just like? the city of winston-salem like especially like the where you guys go to eat like hang out like i'm now that that i've heard that that place is absolutely beautiful yeah well uh, which place oh uh, winston-salem oh winston like the city yeah. yeah yeah um uh yeah dude, we went to a lot of different places we went to a few breakfast spots we liked a lot like uh young cardinal and first watch and stuff like that we'd go to a bunch and then uh uh, we always had there's this pub like Gatsby's that we can go to after the games and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of different things we could do. And I don't know, for me being Canadian, it was more about just like those uh, like generic American restaurants that I yeah. can't get back home that it's like, wow, like this is awesome. Like for me, like cookout, I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's so just me, a, was... yeah, so it's a great, great city, great place to be in, I've heard. Oh, dude, great place to be. Like the fans are the best fans I've ever played in front of my entire life. And uh the weather's unbelievable like um scenery everything about it i really enjoyed my time there man really enjoyed it and and uh went along with a great group of guys that made it even more special for sure yeah so like what what's the atmosphere like inside that i i believe it's called the annex right uh yeah the winston salem fairgrounds annex but uh, it's nuts dude like definitely wouldn't want to be a visiting team and definitely wouldn't want to be a visiting team goalie uh in that ring for sure because they are hard on them and uh, they're loud, dude. So, but it's fun, man. It's fun, and it definitely plays big into um, our advantage. And I think you could tell our home record. I uh, couldn't tell you what exactly what it is, but uh, we were pretty. We were solid at home, and a uh, big thanks to that goes to our fans for sure because they came every single night and they were just as loud 
uh, each and every night. And uh, we appreciate them so much. And they were huge for us. Yeah, the place just seems like it was buzzing from from like the YouTube feed. Like it pretty much seemed like it was sold out every night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, like those last few games where I was hurt and watching it from the stands, like it was nuts, man. Like you almost get uh, you almost kind of get drawn into it and want to start yelling with them. Like it's uh, it's infectious, man. It's crazy up there. They're the best. And uh, we're super thankful for all of them for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's awesome. It's so like, what what do you think was some of the biggest things you learned from this first pro season in North America? Uh, I think uh, preparation. I think just the importance of preparation. Uh, the season's so long and uh, the road trips are, are far as well and long road trips. And so you spend a good amount of time on the road and then uh, it's a long season, a lot of back-to-backs. So I think just your day-to-day preparation, uh, taking care of yourself, making sure you're getting the rest you need. I think that was the biggest thing uh, for me, especially coming off uh, my season in Sweden, where like the season's much shorter, I think we play like I think it's like thirty games instead of uh, what was it here like uh, fifty eight or six something or like something that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a much longer season. So that was definitely a big adjustment. And that was something that I think uh, that I learned uh, that I learned for sure how the importance of preparation, how big it plays into your day to day. Yeah, so that that really helped you like have like the career career year you did because you played twenty eight games went like 21 and five throughout the years, so like a career year for you. So do you think just like having that preparation and that like mental mindset to like help, like helped you really get to the level you wanted to be at? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I think the thing that uh, helped me the most that I found the most effective for myself was we have the benefit of the games being posted on YouTube and going back to go back yeah. and watch them whenever you want. So I think that once I started getting into a routine of like taking a part of the day to sit down, watch it and rewatch it and figure out what I like, figure out what I didn't like and, uh, you know, ask questions and figure out what's going on. I think once I got into that, that's when I really started to get confident in my game and my routine day to day. And I think that's when I started to kind of try different things in practice and tweak different things and found a little bit of success there. Yeah, and like that—that's the beauty of it all. Just having like that, that like that place to go to watch your get watch your games and just be able to like critique like what you're doing. Like if you could do something better, to just be able to work that work on that like at practice, like you said, and like it just it's a tool to help you get better overall and have that confidence in your game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, you hear about it so much from the pro guys and like even like on Instagram posts like that in Goal Magazine, stuff like that, they're yeah. always going over video stuff. So I think it's a crucial part of the game and uh, a big benefit that we have now. And um, I definitely tried to take advantage of that as much as I could this year. Yeah, absolutely. But you guys went on a huge playoff run ending in the championship game in game five. So like, what was that run like? I know you were, you were sidelined because you're injured, but like just being there and being like around the team, like what, what was that whole atmosphere like? Uh, well, first of all, more nerve wracking watching it from the stands as opposed to being in there, but uh, just super, super proud and supportive of uh, like how well the boys were playing and how well they were coming together. Like we faced so much adversity that last quarter of the year, we went through a good amount of injury trouble and it didn't stop us. It didn't slow us down. We got into that Port Huron series and Forrest was unbelievable. And um, even heading into the next series, Greg was great against Columbus and even against Danbury. So, I mean, uh, we, we just clicking, like we just got to a point of the year at some point in the middle of the year, it just all started to click. And uh, we found that and, and we kind of ran with that.
Yeah, and like that—that's like what championship team or cha- championship caliber teams are made of. Is just like whenever when everything's like going wrong with the adversity, like just to be able to have that like click and to have the boys like go to war for each other every single day, no matter who's in the lineup. Like those are teams you want to play for. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that was part of it too. Like I think we just came together so well as a group. Like I think we were just ended up being such a tight knit group, like joking around together. And, yeah, uh, having fun that uh, it was super easy to go to war together for sure. Yeah, a- absolutely. But I want to get into your first year pro here. So you played two. You played a year in Sweden with I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. Ange Ik and then Ostersund's Ik in uh, Division Two and then Hockey Eden. So like, what was that year in Sweden like? Especially since it, it was your first year pro overseas. Yeah, so that was a big transition for me because the game is just so different than North America, yeah. right? Like um you get on the wide ice and it's a bunch of guys who are super fast and skilled and it's not very physical but it's it's just super fast it's super upscale uh, in that way but um i don't know man it was uh, it was definitely tough for the first little bit in the exhibition parts uh we played like, i think it was like four exhibition games or something like that and i think those were huge for me because that kind of was able to allow me to get comfortable yeah. um because not only the hockey was different, but it was my first time ever outside North America in general. So that was another big uh, change for me, like aside from hockey itself. So it gave me some time to just get comfortable where I was and get my bearings. And then um, we had a good amount of Canadian guys on the team as well. So that always helps when you have other guys there yeah. who are kind of going through the same things you are. Um, and that was fun, man. We had a really good team there as well. Um, I, I want to say we finished first in our, in our conference or in our, division that year and then uh, it was a promotion play playoffs that just didn't go our way but uh super fun year there as well uh, i had a blast there we had a great group of guys uh, guys that like we still talk today so super thankful for that and then to get the opportunity to get called up as well uh, to play for Ostersund was huge um it was something that was one of my goals when i went there at the beginning of the year so um to have that uh, to have that happen was massive um and to get that opportunity i was super thankful for and uh it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and then they ended up ended up uh, getting a promotion themselves so they ended up winning their own season after and getting promoted to the elsvenskin so it's kind of like all right that's kind of neat but uh so that was part fun. of history that was really there yeah yeah i was like i was a part of the ride boys so i want the ring but <laughs> but uh it was fun man that was a fun year of hockey and uh europe was really cool really enjoyed my time there yeah, so like, what what's the call up process like, especially uh, in Sweden, since like, it's you're probably dealing with the language barrier in in Sweden compared to North America. So like, what what was the call up like going or like that first call? Like, what was it like? Um, they kind of go through the coaches there, so pretty similar to how it would be in North America, uh, based on just the process of getting called up. Um, and honestly, man, I kind of was lucky that my first experience overseas was Sweden because so many people speak English there that, um, it honestly was never even a problem for me. So, um, I was super lucky and thankful for, for that as well. Yeah. So like, what was like, you talked about like culture shock and like, it's your first time out of North America. So what was, what was different about the, like the lifestyle from North America to over there in Sweden? Just like uh, the day to day, like how laid back everyone is and uh, just the way of life there. I, I really like that. That's what I took to the most. It's just how easy going uh, everyone was. And 
Um, and then the next, the toughest part though, was in Sweden, I was super North in Sweden. So once it got to around like October, I think it was like sunlight for like four hours a day, maybe, or something like that. Uh, cause we were, we were pretty far up in the North there. So that was kind of strange for sure. That was super strange, but got to see the Northern lights while I was there too, man. So, the, uh, always wanted to do that. And that was really cool. So I was uh, super happy. I could do that as well. Yeah, so how, but, how cool was seeing the Northern Lights? Oh, it's like, it's seen in real life, nothing like the pictures, man. Like, it's actually unbelievable. Yeah, ho- so. hopefully hopefully one day I'll be able to see the Northern Lights. I know in Illinois you could see a little of it, but I never was able to. So hopefully hopefully sometime soon. Yeah, definitely something you got to check out, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But this is this has been like your, you wrapped up your second year pro between North America and overseas in Sweden. So like, and like, you know, as a goal, like mindset is a huge thing as a goaltender. So like, what, what do you do to help like get a, have a good mindset before games, before practices to just be dialed in and ready to go? Uh, I am two completely different humans on a game day to a practice day and all, every team and all my teammates I've ever played with could probably attest to that. But day to day at practice, I like to just, like it's hockey it's fun you know what i mean i like yeah. to have, like it's still the most fun thing i've ever done and still the thing that i love to do the most so practice i was i'm uh work hard and have fun like those are my two things and work hard have fun and um and try to learn something new and try to do something different you know what i mean so that for practice but on game day it's definitely like once i'm there there's a certain part in the process of getting ready that headphones go on and i'm not really talking to anybody you know what i mean like it's yeah. kind of I get zoned into my own world and kind of get focused on doing my own thing. And I'm not worried about absolutely anything else around me. So I think I just need that. I think because, um, I think because you spend that whole game alone in the net, yeah, you kind of need to rev yourself up to that point that like you're kind of taking on this challenge against an entire team. Right. And that you got to help yeah. your team, uh, give your team a chance to win. Right. So, um, it's funny because my dad always used to say to me when I was a kid, he'd be like, well, like if you win, it's because of you. But like if you lose, like it's because of you. So, yeah. so I was like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to <laughs> lose. I want to win. So uh, it's funny. But I definitely need that. Like, I would say it's probably like an hour, hour and a bit that I put my headphones on, go do my own thing, like a ball warm up uh, and then just kind of dynamic stuff. Nothing, uh, nothing really crazy. And then uh, visualization I found was like a big thing um like visualize visualization along with doing the um the video review on my own i found like those two things were were huge uh and super beneficial yeah so what what, what do you do for a visualization do you just like imagine yourself in in the net or like how, how do you do it i kind yeah pretty much and then kind of just try to pick a scenario pick a scenario in a game that maybe has happened or that i've that's crossed my mind on how I would play it and, and just, just play it out in my mind, just play it out the way I would want it to play out in my mind. And if it's something that uh, had already happened to play that I, from the past or something, like go through that and play it in my mind and how it did happen and how I would want it. Uh, if I could change it, what would I do kind of thing? You know what I mean? So, which is yeah. why with the video, that was super nice because I could watch it and kind of like replay it and be like, well, if I would have done this, this or this, you know, maybe outcome is different. Right. So yeah. I think they kind of were hand in hand for me, which was huge. Yeah, it, it's crazy how we could just go back into a time where we get scored on and be like, if we did this different, it wouldn't have gone in. But like we did this and like, you know, exactly right at that second, like what you did wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, it's just, exactly. it's crazy. It's crazy to just think about it. Yeah. Cause it's like, just do it, man. <laughs> exactly. You, you should have had that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's super helpful though. And I think uh, it's something that I feel like a lot of people are starting to implement in their uh, routines and their day to day and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. But you said you you put you put the headphones on in game day and like you just dial in. It's like what what's going through your headphones when you when you have them in? Oh, dude, it's got to be Slim Shady to start for sure. <laughs> it's got a great Eminem, song. Dude. Yeah, like uh, he's uh, he's definitely my favorite. And then besides that, after that, it kind of just turns into a bunch of EDM stuff. Um, yeah. That uh, what's that song called that just came out? I'm good or something? That remix oh, of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Blue. Yeah, yeah, I was loving that one this year. I actually, <laughs> I had that one requested for warm up even during the game. So, nice. Did, you, did you get that? that? Did you get that one, Granton? Yeah, I got, I got, uh, I got that one in there. So I was fired up about that. But yeah, that was yeah, my there, that there was one of my tunes for this year for sure. Yeah, that that's awesome. Like my my playlist goes from EDM, country, rap, pop. Like it literally goes to any any genre. But it's like whatever whatever gets you dialed gets you dialed. Okay, yeah, you like to mix it up then, eh? Yeah, a- absolutely. Got got to have a little bit, a little bit of everything. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but um, let let's go on to your college days a little bit here. In 2020, 2021, you didn't you did not play. So, like, what what did you do throughout that year before we get into Brock University? Yeah, so that COVID year, or that was the COVID year. So, um, that was kind of the point where, um, I knew that I had to do something different for myself. I didn't want to. I didn't want to not play a year of hockey. Yeah. And so I tried to, I tried to go to the SPHL that year in Birmingham. And then uh, that just didn't end up working out. And honestly, at that point I thought I was done. So, um, cause then uh, next year I ended up going to Sweden. So what's funny about that is I left for Sweden and I think it was August and I didn't really decide like, Hey, I really want to do this. Like I, until, I don't know, maybe June, July. So it was kind of funny because I like there was a point where I thought it was done and then I just got yeah. to like I just kind of realized like I'm not ready to put this away. Yeah, missed like, the game to too much. Yeah, yeah. So they got to a point where I was like, I'm not ready to put this away. I want to try and see what happens and keep going here. Uh, but that's kind of what that year was for me and and uh, definitely a tough year and a tough year for everybody, man. I mean, yeah. uh, so many guys lost opportunities or whatever uh, the case may be, but a tough year for everybody and uh, it sucks that that happened, but. I'm thankful that I ended up getting that opportunity in Sweden to keep playing and doing something that I love to do every day. Yeah. So how, how did that, uh, that call to Sweden like happen? Like what did you have like an advisor, an agent, uh, get you there? Did you like, how, how do you end up in Sweden? Uh, I was Adrian soon from, uh, import, uh, import management, uh, helped me. And then it was funny because we ended up playing, we played together in Sweden, but played for Columbus this year. Michael Greco was on the team and he played there the year before. So uh, my brother had actually played with him uh, in juniors. And so he kind of caught wind that I was looking to go overseas and he sent me a message and uh, we met up and hung out a couple of times and we were just like, yeah, like, let's do this. It'd be fun. We'd have a good team. And uh, if we can bring a couple other Canadian guys over, yeah, uh, that'd be great. And then, well, sure enough, Kyle Moore ends up coming with us too from Columbus. So uh, we had a good team. We had a good team and we had a lot of fun. Um, and uh it's funny. It's weird playing against them now, especially especially being in Carolina, where I think those two guys are like the two most hated guys in Carolina. So yeah. it's kind of funny. 
Yeah, but when when you play against your buddies like that, like the competition just ramps up, and then you probably hear about it when you they either score on you or you make a save, like you just give it to them after. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's true. It's give and take for sure. Uh, and it's funny, and uh, it's funny because Greco plays in front of that on the power play. So uh, just having him whisper in my ear while he's standing in front of me, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely something that I'm not used to. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the it's most it's most fun when you're playing against your buddies and you can just chirp them and just go back and forth with them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Adds a little bit uh something extra to the game for sure. Oh yeah. But uh let's get on to Brock University here. So you you played two years in Brock University in U Sports from twenty twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. So like what was what were those two years like? You you played four games your freshman year and then you played nineteen your second year. So like what was the differences between like freshman and sophomore year? Uh, well, my freshman year, uh, our other goalie is this guy, Logan Thompson, if you ever heard of him. so <laughs> Isn't he in the so, Stanley Cup right now? Yeah, so that guy's pretty good. So, um, no, I didn't, I didn't end up playing very much, but ended up being a huge year for me where we have a Logan Thompson here that yeah. I get to watch every day at practice and watch him every, uh, every game he's playing. So even just another part of my career where being able to watch a guy that was so talented um and then kind of watch him do what he's doing now like is incredible and like good for him he's an uh, unbelievable goalie and uh, he's doing so well for himself and I'm super thankful that I crossed paths with him because there's so much of what I watched him do that I uh, still try to imply my games and that's uh, stuck with me today from watching him so I'm super uh, thankful he was there and then I think that that even helped me in that second year because then I got to play I got to play a good amount of games when he left for yeah. pro um and I think uh watching him prepare and, and all that stuff was huge for me to kind of take the reins and then uh unfortunate part of that year as well is I ended up hurting my knee uh too so I kind of missed time in uh, that season and tried to come back and uh just didn't end up going the way I wanted it to go when I came back and um so that kind of concluded that year and uh then the next year was that COVID year and uh that's kind of when it was a scramble for me so uh, that was kind of a, a quick two years, but so much fun and uh, such a great group of guys over there too. And such a great program at Brock and it's even getting better now. They just built a brand new rink and facility yeah. in there. That's gorgeous. Like, so great program there and great group of guys that we had and good teams too. Good teams and a lot of good players. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You had a guy like LT, like he's, he's a bucket list guest, uh, guest to get on the podcast for sure. But like, just to be able to learn from a guy like that, like, what were some of the biggest things you took away from him? Like just, uh, just how competitive he was in practice. Like, like he didn't want to be scored on. Like it didn't matter what drill we were doing. Like it could be like a five on no. And this guy, like, and this guy's this making guy's crazy. Things, but yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, um, so his competitiveness in practice. And then he's probably the best skater I've ever seen. Uh, his skating is unbelievable it's he's an he's an nhl all-stars goalie and his skating uh, is a huge part of that i would say i think he's uh one of the best skating goalies in the league and he always has been and that's kind of one thing that um i took from him and and i try to work on uh when i have time is a bunch of different skating drills that i would watch him do in practice and stuff like that and um so definitely definitely those two things were something that stick with me today from him yeah and like just from like hearing guys like like you and like lt what you just said with like skating and all that like skating is the most important thing as a goalie because if you can't skate you're going to be behind 
behind the play yeah. and you're not going to be able to make saves. Like just having a good skating foundation and just working on it every single day, like it's going to help you big time. And why not improve your skating? Cause it's going to help you get that advantage that, especially since the game's going, getting so much faster every year, like just being able to have like that foundation is going to help you big time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. And, and uh, it's evident in today's game and in today's NHL. So, yeah, I mean, it's huge. And, and he was awesome at it. And I'm super thankful I got the opportunity to kind of learn from him in that aspect. Yeah. So, like, what, what were some of your favorite memories from Brock? Uh, well, we played this. Uh, we always played this exhibition. Uh, um, we called it the Steel Blade game. So it'd be us in Guelph. We played the Meridian Center where uh, the Ice Dogs play. Yeah. And it'd be like uh, the homecoming game. So, um the rink would sell out and then uh right after that uh the rink was downtown so right after that it was kind of right out to the bars and stuff like that and the steel blade like was literally like a sword in a box like the winner of that game got a sword in a box so the, my first year at brock we won it and brought the sword right with us right into the bar and kind of and had some fun with it so that was something for sure that i'll always remember my like my first experience at brock where you kind of uh felt more than just a hockey team at the school but a part of the school community as well so something really cool and something i'll never forget for sure yeah it's a it's a great like memory to have especially since like you're you're actually trying to play for something like it's it's a regular yeah. season game you're trying to win win the sword in the box and when you do like people are probably at the bar like what what's what's this sword in a box doing here but it's like <laughs> it's it means it's everything to the boys yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was for sure, and we had some fun, and uh, definitely in a game and a night I'll uh, remember forever for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, before we go on to juniors, like juniors to college is a bit is a different game. So, like, what was that transition going from junior hockey to playing U sports? Um, well, for me especially, because I played uh, I played junior A tier two junior, right? So as soon yeah. as you go to U sports uh it's it's such a a major junior dominant league right like a bunch of yeah. those guys are, are coming from major junior so you see a whole different wave of players that uh you never really cross paths with um so that for sure just being like okay well like there's a whole nother uh grade of players out here but um it was fun man like it was fun it was competitive every game and and i think in youth sports everyone recruits uh, a good team for the most part and Everywhere you go, you're going to get a good game. And uh, it's fun, man. I had a lot of fun. And uh, it's competitive and guys want to win. And, and uh, guys are proud to go to the schools they go to, man. So it's uh, it's fun for sure. Yeah, that, that that's unreal. And like, like my goalie coach always says, like, you haven't seen good until you go up another level. And like, it's a whole nother level of good, great hockey players that are looking to get to even the next level. So it's, you always see different competition and better competition as you go up the levels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, but uh, what what made you go to Brock University? Did you have like other schools go offering you, or was Brock like your only offer? Um, well, I just think that it made the most sense for me uh, if I couldn't get the Division One scholarship to yeah. uh, do U sports instead of trying to do something else in the states where maybe financially it'd be a, a bit tougher um, for a Canadian guy to go over and play. Yeah. So um, I think for me and. In junior two year, for me, I was outside of school for a long time. Like I, those three years for me, like were just junior hockey. So, yeah. Um, hindsight would have done some classes probably, but, um, 
so three years for me was three years off. And then once I, I was kind of nervous about going back. So I wanted to go to a place that wasn't like this massive, crazy place either. So that's also another reason why I really like Brock was the school was a good size for me where um, I was comfortable getting around the school and, and it was a friendly community and, uh, and stuff like that. So I think, um, I think for me, it just made the most sense to, to go to U sports to play at a, a high level of hockey, a competitive level of hockey that gets scouted well. And um, my goals through junior college were the same the whole time that I wanted to play pro hockey after. So I knew that that avenue would still be uh, available to me going this route. And um, so for me, it made a lot of sense. And I'm happy I did. I'm happy I did. It was a lot of fun. And we had good teams and, uh, and memories, like I was saying, that uh, I'll keep forever for sure. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And especially like when you find that right school for you and like it makes the most sense, like you just enjoy yeah. every moment you have at, at that school and which is which for you is Brock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, moving on to junior hockey a little bit here, you uh, you played three years in junior hockey in the NOJHL, the OJHL, and you also got some time in the BCHL as well. So like what were those three years of junior hockey like for you? Um a blast man uh i had so much fun uh, i was an 18 year old rookie in Powassan in the noj and uh like just this small little town um uh, i think it was like 30 minutes outside north bay so that was really cool man it was uh the people there really cared about the team and um i had great billets um great group of guys and it was kind of my first experience playing with guys older than me too right like yeah um so that was that was a good teaching moment for me as well just to kind of not only mature as like hockey player but as a person as well like being away from home for the first time and and everything like that and, and we had a good team and uh we had a great coach in scott ray so super thankful for him uh a huge reason why i still play today is some of the speeches he would give to us and stuff like that and so just a great coach and a great hockey mind. I'm super thankful I crossed paths with him in my career. Um, but definitely missed home, which is why I wanted to go uh, back uh, closer to home for me, which is why I ended up in the OJ uh, the next year with Burlington and with another great coach and Mark Juris and another great team. And uh, we had a great season and so much fun got to for me it was awesome because i was able to live at home and be around my friends yeah um while playing a great league and and play on a really competitive team that i was super super happy to be on and then same idea with georgetown right like same idea there with greg walters and he was awesome and um a great team um and then at the deadline in my georgetown year i got traded to the bc and surrey uh, Brandon West was coaching that team. Uh, he was a good coach for us and a lot of good players in that league too. Like we had uh, Johnny Wesley who ended up leading the league in uh, goals that year. He was a WHL guy who also ends up going and playing U sports in Windsor. You know what I mean? So just so many good players, so many good players on that Surrey team and uh, kind of a, a disappointing end for us. We ended up losing in game seven in the second round to Prince George. Um, so on a terrible road trip too. Like we lost game six at home. And then it was like, I think it, uh, eight hours or something like that, or oh, 10 wow. hours or something bus ride that night to play the next day in, in PG. I think we rolled in at like seven 30 in the morning or something and played that night. And just, it just didn't go our way. It was just, just a tough bounce, but, um, that was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. Everywhere I played in junior, I came across great people and, uh, 
teammates that uh, I still talk to and, and uh, I'm super thankful for uh, all the teams I was able to play for in junior. Yeah. So you, you talked about like playing against older guys and like, it was your first experience playing against guys that are stronger, bigger. It's so, like, what, what did you have to do to adjust to their game to help you succeed in junior hockey? Well, I think that that was like the first like realization of like, okay, it's time to start like being more serious about uh, like off ice stuff like that. Yeah. And, and uh taking care of myself better and stuff like that and so because now it's a whole nother like now you're playing against men right like now you're yeah. 18 guys are 20 and then same when you go to junior right you're 21 guys are uh you know 23 24 right so and 25 right so yeah um uh definitely an adjustment for sure and uh but i think that uh that was another part of going uh to the northern league that i thought was uh good for me was uh, there were a lot of those guys that were that were bigger guys, um, so it kind of forced me to um, kind of money ball adapt or die. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, happy, uh, happy I went and super, super thankful I did because, like I said, Coach Scott Ray was great for us and great for me. Yeah, a a absolutely. And like throughout your junior career, you put up extremely good numbers, and then when you went to Surrey. You went three and nine in the regular season, but then so like you faced some adversity there. But then came playoffs time, playoff time, and you went seven and six. So like, what, what was that facing that adversity like for you, and just trying to find, figure out like the BCHL game and trying to get wins for your team? Yeah, yeah, it was funny because my first week there, I had two shutouts in three games or something, and then just couldn't buy a win like for the <laughs> longest time. So like, uh, it's funny, but. I think I think a big part of that and I was younger too and I think a big part of that was that transition was me trying to prove myself to to that team that I belonged there and that um there was a reason why I got brought there and everything like that and and I think once I realized like man like you're overthinking this like this is hockey this is fun like just go out there do your thing there is a reason why you brought there uh, brought you here and just go out and show it you don't got to you don't got to uh, do anything extra you know what I mean so uh, I think once we got into playoff time, I was really comfortable and, and we had a great group of guys, uh, a lot of fun. We had a great captain in Jordan Robert, um, uh, who always made everyone feel super comfortable and, and uh, one of the funniest guys I know for sure. So uh, that was huge. And I just got really comfortable and just believed in the group we had. And um, uh, we honestly did th I think we could have won the league. And uh, like I said, super unfortunate the way it ended, but uh I don't know. To this day, I think if we win one more game, we end up winning uh, another eight that uh, put us in a different situation. But uh, it is what it is now, and can't change yeah. it. But yeah, but like you, you get put in a situation where you get brought up, and then you get two shutouts in the th first three games, and you can't buy a win. But like, like it all goes back to like what you said, what you were saying, and like having fun. Like you play the best when you're not you're not overthinking, you're not thinking too much. And you're just out there having fun. Like those are those are your best games, and that's when, like, the wins are just gonna come to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, uh, and I think that's when I'm playing my best as well is when I'm uh, when I'm having fun and I'm uh, comfortable yeah. with the group of guys and everything. I think that's when I'm at my best. And uh, I was lucky that uh, every team I played on in junior Adia, was a great group of guys and uh, a lot of fun and uh, good teams for sure. Yeah, so you grew you grew up in Mississauga, Ontario. So like, what was growing up in youth hockey like for you, and like, what got you started with the position of goaltending? Uh, so my dad was a goalie. Um, 
And uh, also the reason why I wore 72 this year was for him because he was born in, born in 72 and he was a goalie. So uh, definitely uh, was super nice to attribute that to yeah. him this year. And, uh, but that's the reason why I ended up playing goalie. Um, my whole family's been in love with this game, though. It's been everything we've known since we were kids and um, everything we love to this day. So um, hockey is just one of those things that I felt like I always kind of, I always, it always just stuck with me. Was, the first time I touched the ice, I always just loved it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, youth hockey in Mississauga is competitive, man. Like um, the GTHL is a, a, a good minor hockey league. A lot of great NHLers come through the league, uh, through the GTHL, and um, it's competitive and it's fun. Um, and uh, definitely happy I got to experience what that uh, what minor hockey is like in uh, the Toronto area for sure. But uh, my biggest takeaway from minor hockey, though, for sure, is just uh, the friendships. Because, like I keep saying, like at the end of the day, hockey is about fun and, yeah. and the life lessons you learn and uh, and kind of maturing you and everything like that. So. I made so many good friends and uh, some that are still my best friends to this day that I see daily. And, and, um, and so that's, uh, that I think was uh, my biggest takeaway from minor hockey is the, the friendships and uh, the life lessons learned. And uh, those, uh, those are with me today. And I don't know, that's, uh, that's my takeaway from minor hockey. Yeah. And like, those are like the best times when you create those friendships, like you go on, like you go to tournaments, you play in mini sticks in the, in the hotel lobby, like yeah. stuff like that. Like, those are memories that you make with the boys that are going to last you a lifetime. Even if you were five, six year old, six years old, like you're still going to remember those days all the way up all, all the way for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Especially all those away tournaments and stuff like that, driving up with the, uh, your parents oh, yeah. up to away tournaments, getting in the hotel for sure, man. Yeah. Those are, those are always a blast. Always uh, parts of the year I look forward to. Yeah. Getting the, the Friday the, off of school. The when best times. Oh yeah. yeah. The, no, no school. That's that's the best part of the oh, yeah. best Tell part your, of the weekend. The week. Yeah, telling your teacher I ain't I ain't here Friday. No way I'm showing up. <laughs> so yeah, that was always that's nice. Unreal. Yeah, that that that's awesome. But like wrapping wrapping this thing up a little bit here, like what are some of what what's some good advice that you'd give to players looking to get to the next level, whether it be youth to junior, junior to college, college to pro, or anything in between? Um, honestly, just uh just this the cl the cliche stuff like work hard and everything like that and uh some of the best advice i ever got as well was every time you're, you're on the ice it's a tryout right so my dad yeah. always used to say that to me growing up every time you're on the ice it's a tryout you never know who could be there watching or whatever uh the case may be um so just not like not leaving anything any doubt anytime you're on the ice you never know when it's going to be your last time uh for whatever reason you know game or practice um yeah. uh, so don't take advantage of it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process, and uh, and just treat every time like you're on ice like a tribe, man. Because you never know who's there, and uh, when opportunity comes, just be ready. And just have just have fun. It's uh it's yeah. the best sport in the world, and it's the most fun sport I've ever played. I'm sure you've ever played. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. My first love is this game. A absolutely, I, I love that. But uh, let's get on to the the fan Q and A here before we cap this episode off. So uh, the first the first question is uh who is be who is the best duo in the FPHL? Duo? Yeah. Like goalie duo? Yeah. Uh, I well I, I gotta go Carolina, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Boris Boris asked that. So did Boris ask that? Yeah. So maybe maybe we have to go trio with uh with Huss yeah, there too as well. Yeah, definitely trio. 
Yeah, that's right. Trio for sure. Well, we'll go trio. But uh, the next question is uh, your favorite Brock University roommate. Uh, wow. Favorite Brock University roommate. That's a tough one between, uh, uh, oh man, the Russ Bus, Skyler Pacheco, Adam Lloyd, man, uh, Brooks Paws. I had good roommates, man. I had good roommates. It's really hard to pick one. Uh, ah, oh, dude, it's tough to pick one. You're putting me on the spot. Lloyd, Lloyd asked go, that uh, one. So, who did? Lloyd. Lloyd Lloyder did. Yeah. See, uh, so he gave me he gave me my nickname that like still sticks with me today because. Uh, he wrote on a pizza box like the great Cavzini or something like that. Guys like to call me Cavi, and he wrote on a pizza box the great Cavzini with the pizza with a little Nutella pizza slice in there and left it in my bedroom one day. And I absolutely loved it. And it's something that uh, sticks with me today. And I'm just a self proclaimed now, self proclaimed. And uh, I owe that to him for sure. That's one of the best nicknames I ever was given. And uh, I love it. I love it. And I miss that's, it. For sure. That's a great nickname. No, my favorite one. Oh yeah, and then uh, the next one is best uh, best spot in Winston Salem to eat. Ah uh, man, best spot in Winston Salem to eat. I gotta go Little Italy then, right? Like, yeah, I it has to be Little Italy. There, there we go. Love, love that answer. Uh, next one is how do you describe your year in Sweden. How I what? How do you describe your year in Sweden? Um, fun fun successful i would say as well we had a great team um did well for myself and was able to get an opportunity that i was striving for the whole year um so i would say fun and successful and memorable for sure nice next one is uh michelle from surrey she said she misses you and like what's your favorite hockey moment so far my favorite hockey moment um oh wow my favorite hockey moment i feel like it has to be so I guess it's tough because there's so many different ones for me, but uh, I'll go to a Surrey one. I'll go to a Surrey one on this one. It was uh, when we won the first round against Langley and Langley, and we had a bunch of our fans travel, and there was so much controversy, or not controversy, but just um, there was like guys on their team that were like posting social media stuff, uh, calling us a pack of dirty birds or something like that, and. Uh, <laughs> And we ended up winning and our fans were super into it as well. And uh, that I'll remember for sure, especially being on the road and having them travel down and, and winning that uh, winning that series, uh, which was uh, huge for us, um, uh, was awesome. Or sorry, we won, or sorry, that was game five, but on the road. And then game six, we won in overtime at home. Yeah. But that game nice. five on the road, that game five on the road was huge to win, to come home and clinch. That's what it was. Game five on the road and our fans traveled to Langley. Sorry, my mistake. That's how that yeah, went. That's awesome. But, that's uh, awesome. Just great, great fan experience there, there too. Oh, dude, they were, yeah, they were awesome in Surrey as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you know, do you know Pete DeSalvo? Yeah. Yeah. The Mad Dog. So why is, why is the Mad Dog a legend in the goalie community? Oh, why is the Mad Dog a legend in the goalie community? <laughs> Uh, dude, I think I think the Mad Dog just had the nickname the Mad Dog says it himself, right? I think uh, he's a big talker, and uh, you get sucked into his vortex if you get talking to him. And uh, he's a huge beauty. So uh, I know everyone who's crossed paths with him has always loved him yeah. and always has good things to say about him. So uh, he's awesome, and uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a beauty for sure. And you like like you said, the Mad Dog probably the best nickname in all in all of hockey. Yeah, yeah. And those Brian's were awesome too. He had those Brian's with the dog on them. Those are those are sweet. I love those. 
Yeah, those those were sick. But uh, the next one is a favorite memory of Ange or on where wherever you played uh, in Sweden. Anya. Yeah, Anya. Yeah. Uh, favorite memory of Anya. Um, probably the Northern Lights because it was like uh, it was right outside our rink. We ran over to the parking lot of our rink, and the lights were right above the rink. And it was all the Canadian guys there, and it was it was like one two in the morning, and uh, we were all outside and. Um, that was definitely something that uh, will stick with me, especially because that was something that like I've always wanted to do yeah. away from hockey. I've always wanted to just see the Northern Lights. So for me, that was a special moment that I could uh, experience that because of hockey. So that's why that was so special to me as well. Yeah, that, that that's unreal. You never know what, what you're going to experience until, until you actually experience it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got we got two more here. What's the hardest part of playing hockey? And uh, she loves watching you play. Uh, thank you. And uh, hardest part? Oh uh, man, hardest part when people when people run into me. I don't like that. Like I played goalie so that people wouldn't touch me and people would leave me alone. And people run into me, I don't like it. That's the hardest part of playing hockey. Have you ever gotten a scrap because someone ran into you? No, but I uh, I pretty much started a brawl in Binghamton this year that uh, that was completely my fault, and of course I ended up uh, suspended. But like, no, didn't throw a single punch. Just kind of, just kind of was getting protected by everybody around me, which I was super <laughs> thankful for because I don't think it would have went my way at all. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to start start the brawl instead of you being the one to get in that brawl. Uh, I was super thankful I got out of there. I got out of there okay, man. That would have been bad news for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But those, those are fun memories for sure. But uh, the last one is how many Fall Guys wins do you have? Not enough, man. Not enough. Uh, I think it's like I think it's like four or five. Not enough. Is that Rosie Guess who, who asked that? Is that Copes or Rosie for sure? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Copes. Copes? Oh, yeah, 100%. I want you to I want you to bring him on here and ask him how many he had this year though when you bring him on. <laughs> I'll have, to bring, bring him him on, bring I'll have to bring him on. I'll have to bring him on again and ask that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta ask him. But uh, yeah, not enough, dude. Not enough, man. Yeah, but hey, you're gonna hopefully get some more wins sometime soon. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. The grind never stops. Absolutely not. But uh, Mario, thank you again for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time, and this is a lot of fun, and I want to wish you the best of luck wherever you end up next season. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and best of luck to you too. And uh, hopefully we cross paths next year, and maybe uh, maybe, maybe you give me my first goalie fight next year. <laughs> yeah, and that, would, that would be my, my first too, so we, uh, we, could, we could work on that. Perfect. We can plan it. We'll plan it. There Make we us go. both look good. <laughs>